When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here. We are back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio, and I am excited about this guest today, my friend, my colleague, one of the top customer service and experience guys in the field, uh, <laughs> my competitor, I love him like a brother. He has just come out with a study on speed and the importance of speed in business. It's called the 2022 Consumer Patient Study. How fast is fast enough for today's demanding customers? That's a question. We're going to find out the answer in just a moment. Before we get into it, if you've got an amazing story, or a question, please reach out to me on any of the social media channels. If it is a question, use the hashtag AskShep, and I'll respond to it either in the channel that you uh, reach out to me on, in my blog, on this show, or maybe on my TV show, Be Amazing or Go Home, which can be found on Apple TV, Amazon Prime, Roku, and you can go to BeAmazing.tv. That is BeAmazing.tv, and you can catch episodes there. All right, let's jump into our amazing interview for today. Jay, welcome to the show. I am ready to be amazing and talk about <laughs> business with you, Chef yeah, Ike. Thanks so much. At the speed of light, or at least uh, what some customers might say, wow, they're fast, almost as fast as the speed of light. I'm very intrigued by, and by the way, you've been on the show before. I, I, I hope I gave you a great introduction and did you uh, the service that you deserve because you really are not just a colleague and a friend, but I consider you one of the foremost experts. Uh, you're my friendly competition. You're one of the <laughs> foremost you. experts in service experience. And, and you have decided to take a focus into the importance of the efficiency of speed in managing that experience. You know, yeah. I think it's so important. Uh, I, I wrote The Convenience Revolution with the idea that speed or actually lack of speed is friction. It's yep. inconvenience. And here you come out with the entire 2022 consumer patient study. How fast is fast enough for today's demanding, demanding customers? So uh, I guess you, you call it time to win. So let's talk about how you're going to win. Why do you do a study like this uh, on speed and responsiveness? Yeah, as you mentioned, you and I both have been really interested in, in speed and its impact on customer experience and, and, and customer uh, relatability for years and years. Every book I've written had at least a section on speed. But my observation, Shep, coming out of the pandemic was this. We all were sort of faced in a very real way with a reimagining of the fact that time is the only inelastic resource. Quite literally, Shep, time 
is the only thing that every single person on this planet shares equally. It doesn't matter if you're Elon Musk or somebody experiencing homelessness. It doesn't matter if you're a grandfather or a grandson or someone in America or Venezuela. We all have 1,440 minutes a day, period. And there's nothing you can do to get more, nothing. And what the pandemic has done is really made us understand that time is precious. And many of the trends that we talk about in business and in life today, whether it's quiet quitting or the great resignation or leisure travel or work from home or more time with your kids, or maybe I'm not going to go to college, all of those trends actually tie back to the one trend, which is that we care more about time than we did before the pandemic. So what that means in a practical matter for business is that today, if you are slower than your customers expect and anticipate. What it feels like to those customers is that you are stealing time from them. And if you are faster than your customers expect and anticipate, it feels to those customers like they are given a gift, a gift of time. So while speed has always been important in the pantheon of customer experience, what I would suggest and what this research suggests as well is that today speed is the most important element of customer experience. And of course, Shep, you and all of the folks tuning in have heard the old chestnut, good, fast, cheap, pick any two. Not anymore. I will tell you, I will tell you now, fast is non-negotiable, right? You, you need to be fast. And then you can decide, you can decide in your business if you're going to be fast and good or fast and cheap, but you darn well better be fast. Yeah, and I'm going to say cheap isn't as important as just be competitive. Yeah, and, uh, yeah not the cheapest. Yeah, yeah, just affordable. Yeah, right, right. Uh, uh, but reasonable. I mean, here's the deal: if you're faster and you're fast and you meet that expectation and you correct provide a great experience, you don't have to worry about being cheap. Price becomes less relevant. A hundred percent. One of the great stats in this report, the Time to Win, which is at thetimetowin.com, is that two thirds of customers say that speed is as important as price, two thirds, mm -hmm. right? They, they are willing to pay more if it's faster. And yeah, that's great. That's and really interesting because a lot of businesses don't think that there is a correlation between responsiveness and revenue. And there absolutely is. And this research bears that out. We asked that question in a bunch of different ways in a bunch of different contexts. There's a huge correlation between responsiveness and, and revenue. And one of the things that I loved in this research, you're going to really enjoy this, Shep, is we talked about, hey, how much would you pay if you never had to wait? And it's staggering. Like a massive percentage of customers would pay meaningfully more, like 10, 20, 30, even 50% more if they never had to wait. Now, we've already experienced that in some parts of the economy. The one that I think people understand most clearly when you talk about it is the Disney Fast Pass. Mm -hmm. or I think now they call it the Lightning Lane. They changed the name for reasons I don't understand. Anyway, same idea, right? The idea is you pay a little bit more and you can cut the line. Pay a little bit more, free. don't have to wait. Yeah. What the research suggests is that like literally every business should do that. Every business should have a Fast Pass. If you're a plumber, it's going to take me three days. Or if you pay more, I'll show up in a minute. You're a dentist, it's going to take you a month to get an appointment, or you pay me more, you can come tomorrow. You're an attorney, you're a glass blower, like it doesn't matter what business you're in. What the research suggests, this idea of a cost increased, speed increased offering is really, really an opportunity. Yep. But TSA Pre, as, as I sure. almost interrupt you with before, same concept. 
pay yep. a little bit more, yep. go to the meeting. And guess what? For the next five years, you get to go into a faster lane. Uh, mm -hmm. Then you take that to the next level with clear, uh, which allows you to bypass both the lines, whether you have TSA pre or not, to the appropriate lane and get in front of everyone. I love that. By the way, I, I used to feel guilty when I walked by everybody, but then I thought, well, they can pay too if they right. want. Yeah, they they have yeah. the opportunity to do this. Uh, do you have clear in St. Louis Airport? That's your we home. We do right? now. I'm very oh, excited wow. about That's that. A big and win. by the we way, unfortunately, it's the lines aren't that long at the St. Louis Airport that it warrants clear, except that one time that you're in a real hurry and the line is long. And then then it's go, a God's. Oh, I'm so glad. I would buy clear only for the Orlando and Vegas airports. Oh, yeah. Uh, alone yeah. because those are madhouses uh it is very much Denver, worth... same same way oh, Denver Denver's during, bad too. <laughs> during the winter season when people are flying in and out to hit all the ski resorts yeah. yeah so you know yeah. uh back in the early 1980s when i started my speaking career that's a long time ago wasn't it do you know next year's uh or actually this year by the time this episode comes out uh 40 years in business man congratulations that's incredible. you know in my first speech I did. I talked about speed, yeah. how quick we responding. And here's the analogy that I gave. I'm at the groceries, and this is what's happened. Customers expect you to be faster. Talking about it 40 years ago, because you would go to the grocery store, and it used to be the cashier would pick up the item and manually punch it in after they found whatever they needed to find price-wise. Then technology took over and they could pick up the item and scan it and they could get everybody checked out so much more efficiently and quicker. And, and I, I can't remember what exactly what I called it, but I called it, you know, the scan, like this, a metaphor that scanning quickly is becoming the expectation of almost everything in life. We need to pick up the speed. So it's, you know, obviously been going on forever and ever. It was accelerated throughout the pandemic is the need and the awareness yeah. of all. Yeah. Well, it's a great lesson because when you think about all the different components of customer experience, I believe not only is speed the most important, but it's also the only one that never pauses and certainly never goes backwards. Customers' expectations for speed and responsiveness escalates every year without feel, fail, right? It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's both amazing and disheartening that you've been talking about this for 40 years and yet we still need to talk about it right it's like it's some like... things will never change you know no doubt about that and and i love that you i mean i can argue is this truly the most important thing and obviously your research is saying yes and i've got some things to say yeah it's really really important i think basic convenience and no friction may be the most important element element to separate you because you've got to give the good experience sure. uh, by the way i'm going to ask and you may have already kind of mentioned this uh, is speed, if I can give it to you quicker, would, I, I don't know how you phrased it in a question, if you, you, it's in this research, is that more important than a good customer experience? We didn't, we didn't ask it um, side by side like that, because um, in this particular research report, having to, because we didn't ask a lot of customer experience, quote unquote questions, having to define what a good customer experience means got a little cumbersome in the question set. So we didn't ask it uh, that way. So the, the the real answer is I don't know. Okay. Well, based on this information and data that you collected, do you think you have a pretty good idea of, the, of an answer? Well, I, I think it's hard to separate the two, right? Like mm -hmm. it's hard to say, yeah, I had to wait forever, but it was still a good customer experience. Well, okay. there's going to be some other criteria that are really incredible. 
I had to wait forever. And when I finally got through to the person, they were rude or apathetic. I still got my answer. But the fact that they're faster, it's okay. Yeah. I yeah, I mean that's, that's yeah. There's definitely some some evidence to suggest that, right? That 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 fast and modestly satisfactory uh, sort of customer empathy is better than slow and great customer empathy because we value time so much, especially mm-hmm. uh, especially now. It really is uh, different than it than it used to be. Like even though it's 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 funny psychologically, like. All the studies, not this one, but other studies, anthropology studies, show that we literally have more free time now than ever, right? We actually have more free time. We're not working the field 14 hours a day. It's not like that anymore, at least in Western society. Yet we believe we have less time. And and that dichotomy drives a lot of this. One of the other things that was so fascinating in this research, Shep, is we actually asked um, about, you know, what what's your expectation for business response, et cetera, et cetera. And we found that the most patient generation is Gen Z and the least patient generation are baby boomers, which is not necessarily what I would have expected before we I did agree. the research. Yeah, I, I saw that, uh, that finding in there and I thought, well, that's really interesting. Somebody uh, said the other day, maybe it's because baby boomers have less time left, so they care more. And I'm like, well, that seems a little maudlin and sad, but maybe that is the answer. I'm not well, sure. when, when we were young, we had all the time in the world, yeah. not as much money. And hopefully, as most people get older, they have a little more money, but now they don't have as much time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think partially it's, you know, you think about Gen Z, many of whom don't have maybe uh, as much pressures from family or occupations, et cetera. So perhaps they don't feel um, as bad when their time is quote unquote wasted. Um, and so maybe that allows them to have a little bit more patience and, um, and understanding of businesses that, that take a longer time. But one thing I want to point out here, Chef, that's really important. That's not in the research so much, but it's a big part of what I'm talking about this year is this idea that yes, of course you should be fast. It's non-negotiable, but to say that you should just be as fast as you can is overly reductive and not actually true. There is a point at which you can be too fast. So you ever go to like a Mexican food restaurant and you order enchiladas and 90 seconds later, they bring you enchiladas. You're like, wait a second. I didn't have a chance to, to this is mysterious. Yeah. Is this, is there an enchilada machine? Did somebody else order this and sent it back? And so they just waited for somebody (laughs) else to order it and they just turned it around. Like this I'm sketched out by this or like you don't want to 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 hire a tattoo artist based on how fast that tattoo or an eye surgeon or or you know there's there are definitely scenarios where speed actually decays trust so it's actually a a continuum of confidence and this continuum of confidence is that at some point as you get faster the consumers trust you more but then when you get too fast they trust you less so what every business needs is what i like to call the right now the right now and the right now is the optimal amount of elapsed time in every customer interaction throughout the entire journey. And the right now is slightly faster than customers expect. That's the right now. And the rub on that is customer expectations may vary. Totally. By industry. That's why people ask me all the time, what's the right now? Right now is, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's the, that's the, that's the conundrum. Right. But I think also the opportunity is people ask me, well, great, Jay, what's the right now for my law firm? I don't know. What's the right now for my insurance agency? I also don't know. What's the right now for my car dealer? I don't know, but I do know how to find out, right? Which is to say, first of all, how long does it take you to respond to customers today? And here's what I hear every time, Shep, and I'll bet you as well. Business owners always say, well, usually, I didn't ask you that. I said, how long does it take? What is the average? What is the median? What is the mean? They don't know. They it's almost they never, want. they That's also never track what actually happens. That's right. Yeah. It's anecdotes. Usually it's this, but one time it took a long time. And one time we did it fast. That's not data. That's a story. So mm-hmm. you actually have to measure this. How long does it take you to respond to customers at each step of the journey? How long does it take you to schedule a delivery? How long does it take you to deliver a sweater? How long does it take you to answer the phone? How long does it take you to answer emails? You've got to document this and then make adjustments to each of those parts of the journey, optimize one at a time for speed and see what the implications are for customer satisfaction and repeat purpose, repeat purchase, I should say. So once you understand that there is a right now, you can start to tune your business to provide the right now. And trust me when I tell you the economic consequences of doing so are colossal. I love this. So let's do this. I want to take a short break. We've been going a long time. Should have taken a break five minutes ago, but I'm not going to stop you, man. You're on a roll. When I come back, you just gave us a huge insight and actually something we're supposed to do, which is to find a right now. And the last part of our interview, right after the break, I want to talk about three or four other ideas that we should be doing right now to increase the speed and find our right now. Everybody, don't go away. We are talking to the amazing Jay Bear. We'll be right back. Hi, Shep Hyken, your customer service and experience expert, and I'm excited to tell you about my new book, I'll Be Back, How to Get Customers to Come Back Again and Again. Now, this book is packed with idea after idea on how to, just as the title implies, get your customers to come back. In the book, you'll learn that repeat customers aren't always loyal customers. Now, both are great, but there's a big difference. You'll also learn about 10 reasons a customer may stop doing business with you and three reasons you would stop doing business with them. And one of my favorite lessons is a six-step process for creating an I'll Be Back strategy. Of course, there's much, much more. You'll start getting more of your customers to say, I'll be back almost immediately. Just go to www.I'llBeBackBook.com. Again, that's www.I'llBeBackBook.com. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back with Jay Bear. We're talking about time, the importance of time, saving our customers, clients, guests, et cetera, time. Uh, the, uh, by the way, if you go to timetowin.com, you can download this amazing report free of charge. Jay, I want to start with a little story. We have a mutual friend, John DeJulius. John puts on a great program every year. It's a conference called uh, the Customer Service Revolution. Um, and he tells a story. Uh, and by the way, John DeJulius, one of our colleagues, also has a business, a real legitimate spa business, haircutting, massages, the whole deal, right? So a bride was having her bridesmaids. They wanted to do something special for them and started looking for something they could do and decide, let's take them to a spa. She called after hours, after business hours. And the very next morning, five minutes after opening, somebody from the spa calls this you know, bride-to-be back and said, hey, let's talk about what you're doing for your bridesmaids. 
And she said, too late. I've already found somebody. She called at like nine or 10 o'clock at night, not at three o'clock in the afternoon. And you called her back the next day. And then the very next morning, wow, lost because of a lack of speed. I know that's a, an extreme example, but let's riff on that for a moment. It happens all the time. And, and at some level you think, well, geez, how could you possibly be faster? But on the other hand, somebody clearly was. Right. Yeah, somebody clearly, somebody clearly reached out to her at nine o'clock at night and said, yes, we can do it. Here's my money. Here's my appointment and handled it. So it is definitely possible. I'm not suggesting it's easy. I am suggesting it, it merits consideration about how you can be faster, especially in these kind of competitive scenarios in the research. And I should mention, uh, folks, the the URL for the report is the time to win. Oh, the, the time, time to, to win. win. I, um, I apologize. No the time yeah. to win.com. So anyway, we asked the same, the same question. 53% of American consumers have hired a business who responded to them first, even if they were not the least expensive, right? So this happens all the time, time after time, after time, after time, whoever responds first gets the business, even if they're not the cheapest. Why? Well, it's because we now in our society believe, and I'm not saying it's correct, but this is what we believe that speed equals caring. That if it takes somebody a while, whatever that means to you, a while to get back to you before they have your money, how long is it going to take them to get back to you once they already have your money? So we equate speed with caring. And I think the situation with John uh, and the wedding party is, is a perfect uh, allegory for that, right? Like, well, somebody was able to get back to us at nine o'clock at night, so they must be a better choice. Whether they are or not is immaterial. Psychologically, you feel like they're a better choice. Yeah. And I... Let me just say this. This is not the norm. So, you know, you might lose one or two because yeah. of something extreme like this. But I think it sets the tone for what you're, we're trying to, you know, really come to here in that our customers' expectations for speed are higher than ever before. Well, and, and they are higher than yours for your own business, right? Mm -hmm. Just recently, I hired a painter, got three bids, as one does. One guy got back to me in four hours, somebody else the next day, somebody else two days later. Which one did I hire? Four hours. Of course, for the same reason. Speed equals caring. Yep. So, you know, if you think in your business, yeah, we're pretty fast. We get back people as quickly as we can. As quickly as we can, you might want to modify what that looks like uh, in, in your business because you are literally losing business if you're not first. Um, it doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter what you charge. You are losing business if you're not consistently first. So that's certainly one of the takeaways is that in any kind of competitive scenario, you've got to do whatever possible, new technology, new processes, whatever you need to do in your business to be first, work on that. All right, pop quiz, the fast food chain or quick casual chain mm -hmm. that uses speed as a competitive differentiator. Powell Sudden Service. That's in good. I was thinking Jimmy John's. Yeah, also true. Yeah, Jimmy John's Freaking on a fast. more national basis. Yeah. Freaky yeah. fast. Yes, yeah, yeah, they actually and what what I love about Jimmy John's is is that um they are so confident in their ability to over-index on speed that they use a tagline like freaky fast. Like, you, you know, you can't be really fast most of the time and use freaky fast as your tagline because you're basically just setting yourself up to under deliver on customer expectations, right? Lemonade, the AI assisted uh, insurance business, right? They literally say on their website, we'll process your claim in three seconds or less. Well, you better be able to do that yeah. if you actually say that on your website. So 
when we talked earlier about this idea of how long does it actually take you in your business? And people say, well, usually we're pretty fast. Like that's, you can't do it like that. You, you have to say, we're always this fast. Uh, and then say, now we're freaky fast or whatever claim you want to make, but you better be able to back it up. All right. In the short time we have remaining, yep. I'd love for you to share just maybe a, a, a bullet point list or just maybe, yep. you know, shoot us rapid fire. Give you a few uh, things. Three or four or five techniques on, on what bet. we can do to help create better speed for our customers. As we just talked about in a competitive situation, do whatever you have to do to respond first. Second, understand that there is an optimal amount of elapsed time in every customer interaction. We call it the right now. The best way to get there is to first and foremost, understand exactly how long it takes you today to respond to customers or for customers to get what they want at every step of the customer journey. Third thing, don't only focus on digital channels. We think that speed equals technology, but it doesn't. Um, customers still prefer telephone over other contact mechanisms. Yes, You've seen that one. in your research too. Mm -hmm. um, and, and even things like um, contact us forums, right? On a website which are not typically thought of as an urgent uh, form of, uh, of outreach, the majority of customers expect a reply to a contact us form within 24 hours. So you can't let those kind of things languish, things that you don't think are important. All customer channels are, are important. Uh, the other thing is don't assume that younger customers need it now and older customers are okay with waiting because as we mentioned earlier, the research suggests it's actually the opposite, that, that your older consumers are those who are the least patient and your younger consumers are the most patient. And, and the lesson there is know who your customers are. Yeah. And, and you use the word consumer and I'll share this and I, I believe you, you could back me up, tell me if I'm wrong too. Um, every person, B2B, B2C, it doesn't matter. If you're dealing in a B2B environment, recognize that whoever your customer is, they are a consumer also of all the different types of businesses that are consumer focused. And their expectation of you as a business is to respond at the level that some of their favorite companies that are more B2C focused uh, respond. Oh, I mean, look, every single thing we've talked about in this session applies as much, if not more, to business to business. And if you think it's expensive to lose customers on speed in a consumer environment, imagine what it's costing your business if you're selling $10,000 software packages or $100,000 you know, factory equipment or whatever it is that you're selling B2B. The cost of not being first is massive in, in B2B. Uh, and unfortunately, in a lot of those business-to-business -business environments, we sort of treat responsiveness as optional uh, and it no longer is. Yeah, that's what you mentioned. No, it's no longer it may be the single foremost important thing that you just set up there and say, look, look at it. We've got a list of other things we can offer, but the thing that's non-negotiable is how how fast we return phone calls, get you what you need, proposals, et cetera, et cetera. So, yep. um, you know, I remember years and years ago, uh, I'm on an airplane and I'm looking through the flight magazine and I see this cool luggage, Kluge, K-L-U-G-E. I don't know if you remember it. They were the first ones to come up with the over-the-shoulder bag, which now okay. people have the roller boards that go up above. But it says fast delivery, four to six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what happened? If it showed up in three or four weeks, you thought, wow, these guys are fast. incredible. 
and then you know it's like we'll get it to you within seven days now we're gonna uh use fedex two-day service now it's overnight service then with amazon same day service and in some cases it's two hour service and if you think about it uh, around the holiday time amazon can get you what you need without you having to get your car go to the mall find a place to park uh go inside brave the crowds come back out and realize i could have just gone to amazon it would have been here before i even got home you know, this is what happens. Uh, the need for speed, it's all changing. All right, final question. I always ask it of every guest, and you've been on the show, so you know what's coming. I want one last final nugget that you absolutely want everyone in the world to know. I think the, the, the one nugget that everybody needs to understand, and we we started off the, the broadcast with this, is that, as you said, speed's been important for 40 years. But they've said you can't step in the same river twice. And I think the society that we live in is inexorably and inevitably and permanently changed by the pandemic. It forced us to come face to face with our own mortality and the mortality of those that we love. And one of the byproducts of that is that we quite literally care more about time and how we spend it than we did two years ago. And wasting your customer's time is a mistake that you have to stop making. All right. Well, I'm going to just share that you shouldn't waste your time. Go to thetimetowin.com. Download this research now. Have a team meeting. Discuss it with the team and figure out ways that you can be more effectively responsive and quicker for your customers. How's that for a plug? Nicely done. Thank you, Chef. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Jay. Thanks for being on the show. This is truly one of my favorite things to talk about. And Jay, you're one of my favorite people in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody that wraps it up another episode of amazing business radio. We will be back next week with another amazing interview. And until that time, this is Shep Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>